Okay, so uh, welcome to, um, I suppose, it, uh, the inaugural uh, episode in a way, uh, even though we've decided to not uh, like reset the name, uh, the episode count, but of uh, Film Bastards. Uh, so thank you uh, very much to those who voted on the uh, the name change poll. Um, it, was, it was basically, really, I, I, you know, I think I'm... Hopefully, I'm spe- not speaking out of turn for Mark and Becky here, but um, essentially, we wanted to. Um, well, we're thinking of cha- changing the show's name to kind of reflect the fact that it's not just Mark and I anymore, um, but also, um, I-, I don't know, Dude and a Monkey just sounds like such a fucking in joke for like really, like basically like 35mm Heroes time, like the-, the show I used to do with Noel and Jordan. Um, and. Lottie wants something, just a second. Uh, yeah, the the show I used to do with uh, Jordan McGraw and Noel back in the day, like three, four years ago, I think now. Um, so, yeah, it, it felt a bit too inside baseball. Um, and I, I, I think this name, it was kind of, um, I think, somewhat jokingly uh, kind of thrown out by uh, Noel, I think it was. Um, but I think it kind of reflects uh, us quite well, but also has film in the title. So I don't know, it might be off-putting for some, but you know, we've done it in the way that Inglorious Bastards is uh, spelt, so at least there's some sort of like light bulb might go off in people's heads that it's not entirely serious. But yeah, um, so what, what we've got here is... Um, some audio which which I've tried to uh, fix as best I can. Uh, basically, because of the pub nature and kind of just being out and about nature of the recordings uh, that we did in Manchester, um, I used an app on my phone and it, you know, it works, but I think at times you might have to concentrate a little bit. What I'm going to do... Um, I'm going to put the Halloween review front and centre, and I, I, I think that, that the sound in that section is is okay. Um, the rest of it is more of a mixed bag, but it, it, there's also just, you know, it's a fair bit of rambling. It's not a show for those who haven't listened to Dude and a Monkey in the past. Um, I had a great deal of fun recording it, Um there's there's a section with Noel and Mark arguing coming up, which was uh, Becky and I were basically just sat there, just fucking staring at them and just laughing. Um, so yeah, hopefully that will come across on this. But uh, yeah, we'll be um, we'll be back with a regular show uh, like shortly. I appreciate this one's taking a bit of time to come up as well, but I, I did want to get it. I wanted to get it out kind of closer to Halloween, really, even though it's, um, you know, the, the, the film itself came out last weekend. Uh, but yeah, we're recording the Bohemian Rhapsody episode actually on Halloween night, funnily enough. And, um, I'll have that out, um, as close to then as humanly possible. So, uh, yeah, uh, fair warning, probably not the best show for a first timer. But uh, I hope you enjoy. Uh, we had a cracking weekend, and I hope this uh, uh, this show kind of e- 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 exemplifies that. So uh, enjoy. We're getting straight into it. Halloween is directed by David Gordon Green, and it stars Jamie Lee Curtis, Nick Castle as the Shape, Kurt 
what seems like a good portion of the bloody film is the shape. He looks old. Um, I don't know who Nick Castle is. Uh, the guy who played the shape in the original. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, shit, right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's nice. Um, uh, Judy Greer, the, the fantastic Judy Greer. Uh-huh. Uh, Andy Matichek, who I believe was introducing Will Patton, Will Patton as the officer. And some random guy is Doctor, we need a plot twist. <laughs> so, <laughs> Doctor, you're the new Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, we are all spoilers all the time, guys. Yeah. And uh, Halloween. It might like that feeds into our somewhat maybe new name. It maybe does. Maybe. 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 maybe does. But it depends on what our listeners vote for. Yeah, because the results are going the other way. Yes. Oh, uh, do the right thing, listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do the yeah, right thing. Yeah, that's, this won't be up until after the vote's finished. So, you know, you're fucked either way, to be honest, Max. Um... Halloween picks up 40 years after the original. It ignores all the sequels and uh, sees Jamie Lee Curtis as a uh, survivalist. She's living out there in her home. She's uh, kind of left everybody who loved her aside, even though she seems to have a bit of a relationship with her granddaughter. And what do you know? Michael Myers escapes, and so things happen. So, it's directed by David Gordon Green, it's produced by J- Jason Blum. It had a Miramax logo on the start, the it wine scene yeah. was yeah. nowhere near it. I don't, I'm surprised. I was, they I'm surprised they did that. I, I, I think that's a rights thing. I yeah. think the people who own Miramax now were just like, we're still here, how are you? We're not Weinstein not anymore. Yeah. We've not been for 20 years. And, um, yeah, Thank Halloween. Go on then. Who, who wants to go first? I loved it. Yeah? Yeah. Did you? I think, yeah, yeah like, they, they, aren't, they aren't trying to be. Yes, it is better than the majority of the sequels. Um, 
is it flawed in a lot of ways? Yes. Do I get a general feeling that David Gordon Green thinks he's a little bit above the movies that he's making? Yes. Very much so. Uh, yeah, I do get that feeling throughout. But I buy that feeling in these films pretty, pretty much verbatim like what he does. I like him as a filmmaker. I think he's a very arrogant filmmaker, and I think it works for him. Uh, Pineapple Express, for instance, is a movie that works for him. Um, however, I, I do feel, for instance, that's not how gas works. It shouldn't be a line you should say in a, in a horror movie that is having that kind of leanings. Um, I have real issues with the way they deal with Michael Myers in it. I quite like the issue, the, the way that they deal with the, the family in it. However, they kind of try and throw out the family element of it really early on, but then focus on the family element of it. And it just felt a little bit, you don't need to, it's like, it's like they wanted to throw out the baby in the bathwater and they wanted to put the baby back up and throw it back into the bathwater, in a new bathwater and go, but it's still there. Went, no, no, that baby went, it's gone. You, you, you threw it out. And then what, now, you try, and now you try to put it back in and go, this is the same baby. We're going, no, it's not. It's a different baby. We saw you throw that one out. No, I mean, it, it was interesting because the, the, the film is trying to basically say that he's essentially, there's nothing behind it. There's no understanding of psychology. He's just evil and he'll kill anything he gets in front of. But they just but, her off. Sorry? But, but, but then later on, it completely contradicts that. Yeah, you're right. No, I mean, like, there's the bit with the baby and, you know, we, nobody needed to see a baby kill like don't include that sequence because now you're saying there's an older lady that was in there there's no reason for her to have a baby so if you don't want to yeah. set something up whereby he has to make yeah. a decision to either to, kill or to not kill not a baby, kill. Don't put a baby that, that, that's, that, no, that's exactly yeah. it so yeah. then it's like it, he is choosing something but the rest the rest of the film is essentially saying he is what Loomis said in the original he is pure evil and he will just go and there's maybe nothing satanic behind it it's just there's something absolutely corrupting he'll just kill anything but then he doesn't kill that thing and it's like, like I say I'm not wanting to see a baby killed it's just don't put the baby in there and you will actually have a more consistent character it, it, it was a weird choice the, the thing is the film is full of weird choices yes you're you know, very right on it, that. it's like the the boyfriend character of uh, uh, granddaughter strode yeah. it's like just to get her to run through the yeah, that, that exactly. It's like to separate her. There's better ways to do that other, yeah. other than have an arsehole boyfriend two, who is a dick. Two yeah. scenes that he is in, and then the prom, and then that happens, and then she runs away, and then there's the other guy. And I mean, like, I think there is you a... You mean the uh, Felix Seymour Hoffman Fetus? Very good, yes. Uh, you know, I, I think that is basically a film... Oh, the other guy? See, it took me a while. I thought it was the guy from Daredevil for quite a while. Basically, this is a film written in the last 12 to 18 months where it's including things about how women are perceived when reacting to men. So, because she says that whole thing about, like, I forgive him and then I'm seen as an idiot for forgiving him and all that, uh, you know, and it's like, it's, like, it is interesting stuff, but when you don't actually have any payoffs... Like, it's really weird 
like when when she first released this album, it's very much a pop, flimsy kind of album. It's like to, to, to listen to and to like dance to and like listening to it now in the context of everything that's gone on. It's really weird. It's like it's really like. Is the, the trouble I have with 
the reason what got my interest in it was the fact that it was going to be written by Dan O'Brien. They're ripping up the rule book, they're starting again, and, and, fresh voices, fresh Directed by David Gregory. Green, and the problem is that when you actually get to it, you're right, it, it is very generic. I don't like... It's very, it's very standard, it's I very, um, it's very by the numbers. I don't, like, the I, don't like, I don't like the Halloween, I don't like the Halloween remakes. I don't really like them. I don't hate them, but I don't like them. But I'm honest with you, if I'm honest with you, at least they said, we're ripping up the rule book, and then they did something. At, at least. They ripped up the rule book, and then did absolutely fuck off. Well, that, that is what I would claim there, is, is, and I was thinking halfway through it, I was thinking, do you know what? The Rob Zombie movies might be a bit shit, but at least they did something. They did what they needed to do at that time. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, it just, I, I don't think it, 
I, I don't think it was amazing. I don't think it was terrible. No, no, no. It was just... I, I mean, like, just take the Doctor character out of it. I mean, I was kind of glad that it actually made sense. You, you, actually, you actually, at one point, actually said out loud... I'm out. I'm out. I'm out of it. Like, when he was saying, like... When you when it was you thought that the Doctor was going to become a Michael Myers character. No, no, no. It was when he was driving along, and he was just like, I need to understand. I was like, no, I'm... Fuck it. No. No. You don't need to understand. But it kind of got me back when he was like, say something. And then Michael just stamped him on the head, and he was like, yeah, that's what he's going to fucking say. That kind of got me back then. And it was just like... Just the whole, the machinations to get him to that place was have a bad guy doctor and have him drive them there. Dog's gone, mate. Dog's gone. The dog that you were looking for just ends gone. Pub dog has gone. The dog is gone, Becky, I'm sorry. And I feel bad as well because Becky really, like, Becky really no, likes what, what, it. Like, what, what, what was it then that worked? Well, you know, I, 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 I,
Well, I would say there, if, if Bennett Bride and David Gunn agreed, if they, they have a, a production company together and they have a they have a very close relationship, if they want to do a, if they have an inkling, an idea to do a slasher movie, they want to do that, then go out, write and do it. Don't take on something already that is there and essentially trade off that name. Yeah. Because what you're doing You're is, limiting yourself because you're going to have to... It's like their career, their career went, right, we've never done a horror before, fuck it, we're going to make this movie, we're going to make this new movie, you do Halloween, you're going to do better than all this, and it's going to be brilliant, you're going to love it, we're going to do a blue mouse, this with that, and then it comes yeah. out and you go... Well, that's the other thing as well. Well, that's the other thing as well. Why, were the, why did they want to do this? And what did they give us? Is this the beginning or is it the end? Yeah. Why is it? It's just the thing that bothers me. I will, I will, I think I'll appreciate this film a lot more in the future if this is, this is the end of Michael Myers. And if they do see us in the end, it's something inspired, like just it has to be. The dude's fucking it's, in his late 60s. Yeah, it's something to do with Michael Myers, but not Michael Myers. This is the end of the Laurie Strode, Michael Myers thing. If they want to do other films in the future that are, like, are connected to this, but have nothing really to do with the main thread, fair play. You know, I don't. What happened was, he switched places with My Chemical Dave, and Dave is now Michael Myers. You can imagine if it's some bollocks, like, and like, like that's the...
ripped up the book on, you know, two, three, well, not three, two, four, five, six, and seven. Do, do, and what have we got? Like, do, do, what have do, 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 do. In, in all of those situations, no one's done. What everyone's trying to play, what, what everyone's trying to do, is they're trying to reinvent the fucking wheel there. And what no one's done is gone and looked at it and gone, right, let's look at all the films and let's take it from a logical point we can take it from and go from that. So go from number two, go from number three, go from a four, go to somewhere and do that rather than Discount this and discount that and discount the other, and you're going to go. All right, but Laurie Strode's in it. That raises the question: Who the fuck is this film for? Who the fuck knows who Laurie Strode is? Apart from people like us, like you know, they're, they're, like it's been how many years? Fifteen years since Halloween H20? Uh, no, it's been longer. It's been twenty years. Oh yeah, no, it would be twenty years, isn't it? So yeah, and, and the sequel to Halloween H20, whatever the fuck that was, Resurrection. She died in that. So, like, the most recent film that she's been in, she's dead. And at no point in this film does it... I know. In fact, that line from the trailer about it not being her brother isn't even in the film. They do have the bit in there. Yeah, it's... I must have missed that. All right. They made that up to make themselves feel better about it. Well, my point is, is who, who is who is it that's so embedded in this yeah, lore yeah, yeah. apart from us? Well, I think it makes more sense. It makes more sense if it is... Her brother. Her brother. Yeah.
three kids. And you definitely know shit. I'm definitely know shit. Definitely know shit. I'm touching cloth. He says he's, he's, he's absolutely touching cloth as it gets directed. It's not. It's not a bad film. A I don't know why I was there. office for the night though. Are you yeah. bitches? They wouldn't have art installation. Art installation by bullets. Yeah. Tables and seats. Tables and seats. Fuck you. That looks nice. This is the I don't know. It's, yeah. it's an app, yeah. We'll see how it goes. So um I don't know, I think I'm just gonna do like insert random bits with just a general introduction at the start. So no one had a question. You have no idea what I'm gonna I have genuinely searched several times to get on 
I know it's not there. He's dead, Mark! Every time I search it, I'm like, why aren't there seven albums? They removed it in tribute. Why aren't there seven albums I can listen to? This is bullshit. And I'm almost, I almost feel like I'm three or four steps away turning up on Bradley Cooper's doorstep going, please, the difference is, the difference is, and there's a positive thing you can take out of this here as well, the difference is, I I used to listen to a lot of Lady Gaga's stuff, and she sort of fell off my radar a little bit, I have this renewed sort of interest in her and her music now because of this film, and I listen to, I've been listening to Joanne this week, which is one of her, it's her most recent album, and I listened to it and I was really enjoying it and I realised while listening to it on the train in my head there's a part of me that's going oh no this is alright because at least Ali's still making music and she's happy <laughs> and I get to follow her career now no it's Ali Star is born though, you don't have to worry. You I don't have to worry. No, but Star is dead as well, Mark. Uh, Ian. I, and, you know, I also I really want him to release an album. So do I. I, I also um, I, I want him to tour. I want to go and see Black Eyes live. Look, could you imagine oh, that? Man. Jesus. It'd be a really, be really short kick. It's <laughs> <laughs> just that three minutes. And he's off. Because actually, because it's a film's. The, so the songs that are in the film are film songs as well, so like Black Eyes is about two minutes long. Yeah, it's yeah. not like one, one verse in a repeated chorus or something, but yeah. That's about that. That's about that. I will say, not on that, um, I, after every time I watch um, Breakfast Club, I do wonder what's happened. What, 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 where, 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 where they've gone and things like that. Um, also, he doesn't know. There's no. There's no. Just ends with the. Yeah. So there's that. I, I always wonder what happened. Um, and I can't get pictures of those well, coaches. Well, let's speculate. More rats. I've been on the same with more rats. Let's speculate. Well, more rats at least does have a bit of a. This yeah. is what they got up to. Which, in a way, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back is a bloody. Um, is a um, is a continuation because they got Suzanne. I mean, it's yeah. a bit of a different. Well, I would say that the yeah, in terms of what what's happened to them, I almost envisioned that a little bit like Judd Nelson's character did go on to become Judd Nelson's character in yeah. Airheads, where he's the head of a record thing. Just say he just went on to become Judd Nelson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that there, and but yeah, there's, there's a lot that could go on with those characters. Nelson's character died first, though, clearly. No, 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 I reckon Mike Michael Hall's character. Mike Hall's character died first, yeah. Probably killed himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some sort of a reptile. Yeah. And, like, the, 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 the Carradine. He did the Carradine, but, like, 50 years what? earlier. The Asphyxi Wax. What's, um, what, the name? Not Molly Ringwald, the other one. Ali Sheedy. Ali Sheedy. She probably hit a certain point in her life in a mid-twenties She looks back on that part of her life and she's like, God, I was such a dick. Was like, she's one of those sort of like 
flaky fucking teenagers that just at some point she got to 23 and she was like, oh my god. And, 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 so and, embarrassing and, and, and now job. She, she's sharing with her BTA and picking yeah. up abortion centers. Oh yeah, she's probably a mummy blogger now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not now because she'd be in you know, her 50s, but uh, a grandmother. A grandmother. So they were fucking 1785 to the born 68. Really? Jesus. So she'd be, yeah, she'd be like 60, yeah. She's probably so bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What does Ali Sheedy look like now? Hey! What does Ali Sheedy look like now? Uh, in order to, I did a great thing in our podcast. <laughs> in answer to Noel's original question, no, by the way, but we've, we've got our attachment and it's, it's all good. Zelda Breath of the Wild got me there for a game. Uh, but, yeah, it's not the same question, but I got a bit obsessed with that for a good couple of weeks. It's easier with video games yes, because there's hours to like to immerse in it, so I can see why that would happen. Yeah. It happened to me with Goldeneye. It's not happened with Spider-Man in yeah. the way that I thought it would. Sorry. Interesting idea. See, you can buy the hot girl different outfits as well, so it's fine. It literally is just a girl walking around. It's like Terry's in the hot American It's American really slutty vampire slayer. Is it a slasher base? It's, it's a button master. Like, there's nothing active involved in playing it, but right. it's fucking it. You just run around, kill the shit out of loads of zombies. I'm at the point with Spider Man where it's taken up a lot of my time. Yeah. I'm aware how much time it's taken up. I've reached about the 50% mark, so now I need to just fucking get it done. And it's starting to feel like work a little bit. Like, I've experienced it, I've enjoyed it, and now I'm like, right now I just need to fucking get through it, so I've done it. And that says to me, even more loudly than I already thought, I'm not a gamer, like, I just, I wanted this experience, and I'm having this experience, and I will have had that experience, but... Even like I look at like Red Redemption, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. I saw a trailer about the other day. I'm like, I'm fucking losing myself in that. Yeah. But I know the reality is, I'm losing myself in it for a few days, and then I'd be like, this is a fucking huge waste of my time. Do you else with Red Dead Redemption? Is you will spend if you play 20 hours worth of game on it, you will spend a good 10 of those riding on horse to nothing. Yeah. I would feel too guilty after yeah. thinking I haven't been able to 
do X, Y, and Z. I play back in the middle. what you would be doing with the time if you weren't doing that. Watching films. Yeah, but you I'm, can do that anyway as well. I play making my, making my well. annual podcast, that's what I'd be doing. <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean, that, that's it. I mean, it's it's looking after Rossi, it's watching films, it's like watching football as and when I can. And it's like, it's literally, it gets to a point where, I mean, like, with Zelda Breath of the Wild, literally, I used to have a day off a week before Rossi went to um, school. And I'd be looking after her. And I'd be playing that on the bloody Switch. I'll say it, I'd be playing that on the Switch. And she'd be asking me things. I'd be like, yeah, in a minute, in a minute. And it's like, my job was to look after her that fucking day. I was playing Zelda. Disappointing third one that features Sophia Coppola. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. But yeah. But it might do. Um, but it's it is it's, just, it's the very racist one. <laughs> I thought yeah, are, they, are, they, are they PlayStation games? Yeah. It's yeah. Ball, yeah. But this is a game which comes with a warning, warning you about the racism. You don't own game. the PlayStation, do you? Not you yeah, you borrowed it off. No, the that's yeah. why when I say things like, is it a PlayStation game? I sound like an old man. Running your PlayStation game. No, I was thinking yeah. you might be Obviously like, oh, I'm not an old man from the deep south, yours was more accurate, but yeah. I was thinking you'd call that, oh, a racist game, that sounds like kind of my, like an Azam. Did you say, what are you, I can, uh... <laughs> Is that by the Microsoft? <laughs> <laughs> so are you going to play Red Dead, then, Becky? Like? Of a VR headset. I would love it. Like, I'm so jealous of you that you play in VR. Like, I know it's 55, I think I would fucking love it. 200. Who are the two of you quit? What? Only? Yeah, but I don't know what it's about one game. I quit, but you put it in my There's, to be fair, there is a lot of stuff on PlayStation VR to try out. If I still had a PlayStation, I would want the VR. Yeah, like, you still want the VR. Sorry? Have you still got the VR? Yeah, I just like, I just think the headset on. No, I'm like, being serious. Oh, I know, you traded that in there. Yeah. Of, course, of course I did, though. Of course I did. The wrong week. We played. Probably. Oh, no, Probably. We <laughs> um, I was just no. going to say, you could, yeah. The thing is, like, I'm, I'm so weird about games. Like, they have to really, like, engage with me on a certain level. And there's only, like, a couple of games on PS4 in general. 
like seriously, Resident Evil 7 in VR was the most immersive bloody thing I've ever played. Because literally, I was crouching down, looking around, hiding I, from... I know, um, I watched the YouTube podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was it amazing. Was, I've never experienced anything like that in a game. Your like, genuinely fearful amazing. that she was going to spot me and actually physically... Oh, the bit with Marguerite. Like, there's yeah. something... There, yeah, yeah, there is something about that which is just... I, never had anything like that. See, the cool thing about that in a game, when I play a game like that and it can scare me a bit, I will send everyone out of the room, turn the light off and sit really close to the TV. Yeah. I love it, I love scaring myself. That's what it's to say, it's that same thing that brought me to, it's that same thing that caused me to think, shit, maybe I need to buy a PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. It's because, There's not from, my entire, from my entire, from my entire, that I like that much. Well, that's it, it would have to be something that already appeals to me. Yeah. So throughout my entire life, I read comic books and watched comic book movies and it became very clear to me that the, the Spider-Man PS4 game was my opportunity to be Spider-Man. Yeah. So it was like, and I remember, I think that's what I said, at the, the moment that that game starts and you're in Peter's apartment and he gets changed and leaps out of the window and you this thing and you like scoot along the wall and you leap off the wall and you go, and then you're playing the game. And I was like, oh, look, I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> Just yeah. that moment, I'm like, I'm fucking Spider-Man. And I'm, it, I'm exploring New York. Well, my ideal setup would be PS4, a backwards compatible PS3, which only the first two models were Have you, looked, have you looked at PlayStation now? Yeah, but not, they're not all on there. They're not all on there. I want all my Silent yeah, Hill games back. Sorry? I want all my Silent Hill games, and they're not all on there. I'm pretty sure there's a few of them on They did that remaster, didn't they, but it, it's really glitchy. Yeah, uh, okay. Okay. So, yeah, so I want a PS4, a backwards compatible PS3, a PS2, which is automatically backwards compatible to the PS1, and then I'll have everything. I want a Sega Wait about 10 years, yeah, you'll go. be able to buy like a little <laughs> yeah, tiny yeah. thing that just plays all these games. The thing is, I would pay good money. Yeah. I would pay good money to watch YouTube videos of Becky playing horror games in VR. I, I, yeah. I, there's a, not enough on the PS4. Not enough oh, horror there, games. There is, there's an Exorcist game. There's Paranormal Activity. Like there, there's Resident Evil 7. There's, there's there's content. Yeah, there's content. Yeah. Game. There's a parallel game. game. Yeah, it's a VR game. game. Yeah, it's a VR game. There's content that you And there's an exorcist one where it's like you're a detective and you're doing all these different cases that well, I don't know, it's very odd, but it's that sounds like straight in your face kind of stuff but I'd watch Becky do that. Well, to be fair, I'm quite happy to do that but I, there would have to be like a disclaimer that I will swear a fuck time. So this is what we've decided oh, this weekend then. You're going to get an Apple Watch, you're going to get a PlayStation VR uh, and there we go. And I'm not buying anything. No, 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 Sony. Yeah. Look, I'm going to buy, all, buy all of those off you and then catch you up. That's what's going yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, but yeah. Can I buy a Sega Bass system? And take the movie theme with you.
So this is the original soundtrack I'm looking at now. So I take it John Deacon had like involvement in. Oh, yeah. if you ever look at any Queen, um, if you ever look at any Queen um, albums, they tend to say um, Mercury, May, Deacon. They're, they're one of those bands where they credit everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the reality is, from my understanding, is that actually it was a lot. Oh, yeah. No, but writing of their their yeah, greatest yeah. Oh, yeah, great yeah. songs. Very heavily John Deacon, yeah, um, and Freddie obviously yeah. the words, but I, I I would be very 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 surprised if that gets acknowledged in this. Well, the piece there as well, John Deacon, no, because literally, George um, Taylor and Brian May think that well, they, they, they own the brand. Fucking yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. They own the brand. So, but it's like, do, do they not have some sort of say? in something where they've got a writing credit on. Well, John, John Deacon literally... I, I, don't, I, know, I genuinely I, I, don't know how it works. I, I don't know for sure, but it seems like John Deacon basically doesn't care. Every, oh, right. yeah. every penny yeah. that John Deacon has made on I've anything post Freddie Mercury dying yeah. uh, has gone to the Freddie Mercury oh, um, Every penny, and, it, and it's ridiculous. It's, it's somewhat like um, it's somewhat ridiculous, like 23 million quid or something like that. And his his thing is, look, my family is. He, he said that's not written in stone. In ten years time, I might change my mind. He said, but for now, that's what it is. He said, but as well, my my kids, my grandkids, and my grandkids' kids and grandkids are going to be fine. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure, yeah. I'm pretty sure John Deacon money. sort of, he played, no pun intended, he played the game. Um, <laughs> for, there we go, she got it. <laughs> he played the game when it was tribute to, like, you know, the tributes to Freddie Mercury. He carried on with Queen and had Axl Rose perform and, you know, did all that side of things when it was contributing to the, it wasn't the Freddie Mercury Trust at the time, it was the Andrew something. Yeah. Trust. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. He sort of went along with it at that point, but as soon as Freddie Mercury, as soon as Queen were like, right, we should get Robbie Williams to be our permanent lead singer, uh, we should get Adam, whatever his fucking face is. Uh, there was talk at, the, at one point of the guy like, from Stream no, was going to be the permanent lead singer. Yeah, exactly. At that point, he saw when 
this isn't the Queen. And so I'll stand to away from it. So fucking good on him. I already know which Queen guy I like. But, but, the, um, but they actually asked. Oh, well, Freddy. They actually asked at one point. Freddy's dead, we've established. They asked, uh, <laughs> Robin spoilers from Black Rose. Oh, no, they they would make it. Well, yeah, they, but at the same time, no. They, they, they asked Chris Robinson to be the one, is it? Um, and he spoke, he, he said, all right. Well, he would have been great. I'm interested. Yeah. Um, but I'd like to speak to everybody. So he spoke to Rob Sherman and went, I'm fine. And he was, the only thing was, he said, he said I want to do an album, but I'll do a tour. Yeah. And then he spoke to John Deacon, who I'm and he went, OK, I'm not doing it. It's respectful. It is disrespectful taking on that very place role in Queen. Queen was vocalised by Freddie Mercury. But it's the type of thing where they should be able to recognise. Like, just, you know, you wouldn't, like, I can't remember the names now. Noel, Noel Redding and, and, and whoever I feel about. Um, Noel Fielding. No, 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 Noel Redding. <laughs> Talking about Jimmy Andrews. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 what's it called? But it was the Ginger Baker, was it Ginger Baker, or is that somebody else? I can't remember. Anyway, sorry, we've got a few drinks at this point. My point is, the Jimmy Hendrix experience wouldn't have carried on without Jimmy Hendrix. Like, you have, if you're in a band, if you're in a band and one of your band members is Freddie Fucking Mercury, you have to recognise that that's not sustainable when he's dead. Yeah. By all means, Brian May and Roger Taylor, start another band. Get somebody else in style of band, it can be called whatever. Call it fucking king if you want. Call it queen mother. It doesn't fucking matter. Just, that's not your band anymore. So, you know, the Doors touring without Jim Morrison. Well, their, 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 argument, their argument behind it, and I'm not saying I agree with them, their argument behind it is the band with Freddie Mercury. Remember that we had Bud Schiller and John and um, Brian May? They, they always claim that we were a band before Freddie Mercury joined us. Yeah, but you weren't And I like to agree with that. What I'm saying is that they, they believe... They're fucking assholes, But they believe that Freddie Mercury joined their band. And they are two very arrogant and egotistical men. Bear in mind, we went to see the Queen Wheel Rocky musical and they happened to be there that night. They had nothing to do with it. They didn't write it. They co-wrote a couple of the songs. They didn't perform it or anything like that. And they came out for the um, renovation. One of the cast came out. They came out, did did two of those, then said some bits, went off, and then apparently after that, the, 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 the... Came out, but we don't See, the problem I've got at the moment is I don't know, I don't know where I stand on this this film. No. Looking forward um, to seeing it, but I am very mixed about it. They like, play their own version of the Fox fanfare at the start. Oh. I'm very troubled by yeah, this. Yeah, I heard it the other day. It was on in the cinema. The Fox fanfare. It's on, it's on before. The, it's on before the cinema. It sounds way good. sound on that, if he's using the phone's mic to record that when it was right there, 
but I'm sure it'll sound magical. Right. One rip. It'll probably sound like it just Brian is. Brian May has one fucking rip, and it's there. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I think Brian well, May's, I think well, Brian May's got one sound. Well, Mid Queen is pretty Mercury. Yeah. One sound, not one riff, one sound. He's got, he's got, he's got a signature sound. As big as, as big as a dick as Brian May is. I would, I, I would maybe say, I, 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 I would say he's a... Was that right? Was that right? Was that decent right? guitarist? He's a good guitarist. We'll agree to disagree, but I think Brian May is a very strong guitarist. He's a bell end of the highest order, but that's what... That's where I struggle. Like it's yeah. Roger Taylor's an amazing drummer. He's both he's an amazing drummer. Like, and that's Roger you know. Is a good drum player. Roger Taylor. Roger Taylor. He's just Rod Stewart, but a drummer. <laughs> yeah, that's a good shout. The problem is, like, Queen are a good band, elevated by great drummers. They are. That's absolutely right. And they've not had a great front man since Freddie died, but they've been absolutely. Wait a minute, what about Adam Thingyface? Yeah. Adam Thingyface? Oh my god, that guy! Can I out? They think Queen leads their first album in 72. Is that right? That's not sorry, we did that. Queen won. Queen won. So Queen was 72 though, wasn't it? Yeah. Right? Definitely. There is that album in 72. Right. And Mercury died in 94. So that's 22 years. 93 died. 93, so that's 21 years, right? And then we've had 26 20, years. Well, 25 years. Six. So they've actually been a shit band for a long longer than they've been a good band. They're not a band. Stop, 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 really sad the fact that a band that for 20 odd years were a, a really solid band have now just been shit on the question, by two no, members but the, of their own band. Exactly, but the question, the question what is... What I'm saying is that they were a band from when Freddie joined it to when Freddie died. Yeah, and they've not been and the same. You, that, you, they're, you, they're not queen. And I, I agree with you, man. If you choose to recognise that Fred, if you choose to recognise that the queen of the last... However many years did we say? 20 years? If you choose to recognise that the Queen of the last 20 years are Queen, then you have a point. Then I do no. not. But <laughs> they are no. not. I Queen. They may be trading under that name, but that's not because Queen. Queen um, I, I actually like their, their first three albums. I love the, like, the crazy fucking weird albums that they If you actually look at the music getting made at the time, that looked like crazy. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Like, no, but they were pretty ahead on. They were pretty ahead on the idea of like concept yeah, music videos, yeah. like concept yeah. yeah, yeah, they Absolutely. were. Absolutely. Like, music videos as they exist now would not exist. Absolutely. No. And also the thing you're saying about riffs as well. I could name about fucking ten Queen riffs, which are inescapably Queen. Also so think about no, they don't. Not the riff. The guitar sound sounds the same, but that's a signature sound. A riff is the opening bars to One Vision. Is there another song that sounds like One Vision? Is there another Queen which, song which, that sounds which, like One Vision? Which is a fair point. Yeah. I think the difference is the riff. The difference is the riff. You know, look at look at you two. 
The Edge has been playing the same song for the last 30 years. That's not the case with Queen. They're like Brian May is... There's a lot of similarities you, you can pull between Brian May and The Edge in the fact that they're both very competent guitarists. And like, a better guitarist than Alan Feet, a better guitarist than... I think Brian May... I think Brian May... I think Brian May is technically a far they do. superior yeah, yeah, guitarist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Far superior. And I think this is what the point of this film might be, is that you can tell from the trailer, and I know it's corny, and I know it seems ridiculous, but the moment where where they are recording Bohemian Rhapsody, I realise I'm being slightly hypocritical, there's a moment where Freddie says, uh, like, Brian's playing something, and Freddie says, oh no, this is where the opera comes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Brian's like, oh right, okay, so I think. And I think that's probably the point of the film is, hopefully, hopefully, the point of the film is that actually Freddie had much more had, like, yeah. said things and they were like, okay, yeah, fuck it, let's do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And pushed them in a bit, a bit more of a stronger direction. They probably would have stayed a glam rock band. If it was yeah. down to John Deacon, it was down to uh, Brian May and Roger Taylor. Maybe they would have stayed at the year before from your Rhapsody was released, Emerson Lake and Palmer did a song that had an um, an operatic bit. And Freddie Mercury has admitted that that was where he got the influence. The, the, the oh, sound you heard there was Becky shrugging her shoulders, sorry. Well, it didn't make so much of an impact though, did it? It, it, it did. It did. It did at the time. It's Bohemian Rhapsody. Right. Do you know what happened? Do you know what happened? Do you know what happened? Do you the amount of records they sold up until when he died versus the amount of records they sold in the three years after he died and he doubled. I think it was, wait, no, 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 no. We, 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 no, 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 no. we, 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 that is a fact that they sold. I think that's a fact of anybody who died. And, and you have a lot of artists that died that maybe people... I mean, yeah, okay, they were monster huge after he died, but they were still huge before he died. Yeah, they were, they were Sorry, it's B.I.G. and Tupac, then. No, let's, right? le- no, yes, let's look at... Let's look at the also have surgeons after they die. Exactly. The final tours... So even, not, even, not even the final tours of... Not even the final tours of Queen's years. Basically, all of the tours from about 1978 through to fucking 1990. Queen uh, are selling massive, no. massive, no. massive stadiums oh, and fields in Rio that hold about 250. In fact, don't they hold the record? No, they don't. No, no. Uh, actually, and who does that? Uh, now, it's worse us. Um, actually, at right. the time, so, when so, so Live Aid came, like, came out, Queen were actually were a little bit on their ass. So they're the second isn't what elevated Queen to be one of the biggest no 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 they were pretty much one of the biggest rock bands anyway I mean, it, it didn't it fucking helped. hurt. It helped keep them be there now in 2018. All right, let's compare them to George Michael, for example. Yeah. George Michael is considered one of the greatest songwriters of our generation, apparently. Now, I would argue that that's because of his death. 
personally. Yeah. I don't think that that's the case with Queen. Like, Queen, Queen established themselves pretty... But they had already peaked by the time that Freddie Mercury died. However, a long time before However, Freddie what I will throw out to there is, you can't compare uh, something like Freddie Mercury or Prince or anything like that, uh, uh, George Michael or Prince or anything like that, in a, uh, a, streaming a, a streaming generation, what is it? Because it's a very different marketplace. No, so let's not look at their stuff now, let's look at their stuff then. And their stuff then is selling out auditoriums of 300,000 people. Well, then I would say that's pretty Queen fucking thick. Yeah. Which is fine, and, and, and Queen were a, a same band. But what I would say there is that Queen, there was, there was, and whether, whether, there was a, a significant bump between yeah, when, 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 when he died. There's going to be a significant bump when somebody dies. But it, it, happened, it happened at a time where it, it grabbed a lot of attention. It was a weird thing. It, it grabbed, yeah, a weird because thing because, because now, came after because like now the, a lot of... The lot tribute of, festival and the uh, tribute... Because the, uh, the thing is, rock and roll isn't, isn't that old. It's not an old thing. Rock and roll started in the in the 50s. So the thing is, when somebody died in the early 90s, you've still got rockers from like the 70s that are still alive. So a rocker dying from the 70s, dying in the 90s, was fucking weird. Yeah, but you no, got... Two seconds, Steph. Um, so it was a weird thing. So all of Led Zeppelin are still alive. Um, you know, John Lennon died in, in, in the 80s, but it, 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 it was a weird thing. But then you've got all Led Zeppelin alive, all Rolling Stones are still alive. But all these guys are still, are still alive. It was a weird fucking thing, and the, the circumstances of him dying was a weird thing. It, 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 you know, age was, a, was it, now it, it's a part of people's lives. It was a very strange thing at the time. So it, it generated so much press. It did, but I don't think that. But it, but it, 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 it did take Queen Greatest Hits Two. Did go. Queen's Queen's that's a that's a very good point. But Queen's Queen's Greatest Hits. The original Queen's Greatest Hits, and I realise that's contradiction to Queen's Greatest Hits has been one of the greatest selling albums of all time yep. for a long time. Yep. And for a long time since before the Yeah, it's been a it's been it's been a staple of the chart for a really long time. My point is there are a lot of bands who have benefited from their lead singer's death. Well, I reckon, but I don't think, comparatively, Queen are in anywhere... I don't know. I don't know. You mentioned a Queen gig, even now. I mean, financially they are, clearly, because of what Roger Taylor and Brian oh, May that, are doing. That's what I'm meaning. But what I'm talking about is, is, is success and consideration of... Consideration of... Uh, what's consideration of their no, no, how, they are, how they are I will say what I was saying I was just saying if the biggest if the biggest debate two friends have is the mo is the legacy of Queen I think they're doing okay as friends <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that's all that's all I wasn't mocking in the slightest no, but Becky, Becky was worried I I love that band and I grew up on that band you do not love that band and you did not grow up on that band and that's fine Wait, this film to bring it back no, to the point is going to be garbage both my parents are really big queen fans and queen that that got, can i just put out one of the reasons why i might, I might dislike queen is for the reasons that you just said because you were raped by someone while did you have the a child that had their ass beat? I was, I was, I was, I was. <laughs>
Oh my Bring god! Me Mark and he traversed his ass! Because, right? Because Freddie Mercury died on my fucking birthday and other man. Right? And, and literally, my birthday meant nothing that year because both my parents were too depressed about Freddie Mercury dying. I'm glad, I'm glad that we got, I'm glad that we got there. I'm glad that we got to that point. And I'm glad that you didn't have to pay the so therapist what you're saying is to get. Queen Archie, you're just a little whiny bitch. No, I'm saying that Queen Archie, but I'm all. On the in the film, the day he dies, you're gonna just be like, fuck off. It's my birthday. She's gonna say, if this was the film of your life, this is the point where you'd be on the psycho- psychoanalyst couch and you'd go, it was my birthday. You know what was worst thing? The year before, yeah, right, Roald Dahl died, <laughs> and I didn't get any fucking uh, bitch. <laughs> what are your feelings on Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? <laughs> a dick. Fuck that shit. You can eat a big chocolate flavoured dick. Yeah. My birthday's been two years running by Dickens dying. Right, so that's our preview of the evening rats. I think we'll have a full review next week. Good <laughs> cities in my school things and things to do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And number one. Oh, we get the next. Get what? We get the next. What? Wait, where is? We get the B. Oh right. Okay. All right. Recording. Yeah. Out of context, that sounds bad. In context, it sounds bad. I'm not entirely sure what's happening. <laughs> I don't think you caught the first part of the conversation. No, I don't think I did. I'm quite tired. You do seem quite beat, but... Yeah, it's been a weekend. It's been a good weekend. It's, it's been a good weekend, but my kidney hurts. <laughs> I actually feel great now. I, I can look next year. I'm much more than person Yeah, I'm all right now, mate. Yeah. I, I could go on. I yeah. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm not going to, but... I'm having this and I'm calling it a night. I'm sorry, you guys have fun. So, Carpenter went well. First night, Lauren. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Carpenter went well. Yes. Vindication, I think, for the last... Absolutely, yeah. It was... It was that was crap. I don't know. I mean, like, I saw it, which helped, but he he didn't seem as into it as he did tonight. Like, he was obviously in a really good mood and, like, kind of waving out to people and, like, pointing at people and stuff like that. And it just... He did the ICU thing? Yeah, it, it, did, it didn't seem like obligation. I mean, to be fair, I think the one a couple years back kind of did. Yeah, he did a little bit, yeah. This, this felt like he, he, he was in a groove and he was enjoying himself. Yeah, he was. I think part of that might come from the fact that it was a it's a more intimate venue. It's a really good venue now. That was cracking. Uh, in terms of that for a band, you're, you're there and you've either got people above you there or you've got everyone in front of you. You can look and go, right, let's fucking do this. I mean, I think if you've got an expansive space where everything's a bit jumbled, you get and on the stage, you get a bit lost in the back of, I don't know what I'm playing to it. 
Yeah, yeah. I love that he was just walking away. He was dancing yeah, a lot, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, he was legit dancing. Yeah. He looked like he was having a whale time. Well, it, it, it felt like a proper band as well. They felt like a tight yeah. unit. The fact that he opened it and then he put his arm down and the fucking screams went yeah. on. Yeah, that's the light. There was more, like, because they had the videos first time, but the light show felt yeah. a lot more choreographed this yeah. time around. Absolutely, yeah. Like, even at the start, when the lights kind of came up and whatnot, it just felt more like this is actually a show. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, towards the end, it got really bright. I was a little bit like, oh, man, my eyes are too old for the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, you got, like, you piece of it as we were coming out, it was nice that we got things like The Thing and Starman, and he, he didn't just play John Carpet a bit. It was very much, and he basically said it, we're going to play some music from a my films. And at that moment, it was very much like, right, you're going to get the thing. You're going to get Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. You're going to get these ones that are Iron Right. And the thing was actually really interesting live as well, like the arrangement they did for it yeah. was good. Like you would, which you wouldn't necessarily think. Like you don't think at, at points that score is more like sound design with yeah. the thing, and, and yeah, that was really well played. Yeah, no, it really happy. helped with the video. Was really well put in with the music. You think I'm saying yeah. Well, he's, all, he's always said that he's more appreciated, like, over here than he is in the US. Genre yeah. In general, is I feel like the fan base for genre stuff generally in the UK is a little bit more... Passionate. It can be quite avid for stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's not to say it's not in the US, it absolutely is. It's very spread about, though, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, hard you, to you, you, yeah. When you think about the, the UK, is like, what, half the size of Texas, so... <laughs> yeah. You know, you've got you've got that kind of build into it, but yeah, it, 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 it was it was a it was a great time. It, it, it flew by as well. I think I know my confusion as to what it was actually going to be. Like it confused you. Yeah. But like I couldn't get my head around a gig without any kind of vocals, like and how that would work and like how how it would pan out. But it was I mean it was great. It was so engaging. It would have been good for Carpenter to do some vocals though, because he like he sang on the Big Trouble in Little China like end song. Yeah, <laughs> right, that would have been cracking. Yeah, yeah, good time. Prince of Darkness was a surprise. Starman was a surprise. Was a big surprise, yeah. It was cool that he did it in the Mouth of Madness. It would have been nice to see some Ghosts of Mars, but never mind. Was <laughs> yeah. We got vampires though. Well, yes, no, that's true. Yeah. But then again, I think he did, he did go to Mars with Anthrax, if I remember correctly, so... Yeah. I think people can very much expect a lot of carpet in next week to be watching. Yeah, it might look like carpet and heavy, and it's just watching. watch it. Yeah, very good. 
I don't know what else to talk about. Sorry, I'm... Yeah, that's all right. I'm, uh... No, Noel's just in the corner, just masturbating furiously. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we think it's a picture of Adrian Babo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's a very attractive woman. She is, isn't she? Yeah, she is. Uh, no, I was just making sure that I tweeted something that was along the lines of, that was fucking awesome. Thank you, John Carpenter. Thank you, Albert Manchester. Fuck you, Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> One last time. <laughs> I, just, I feel like I, I feel like I feel like fully vindicated with that. It's like, oh, it's that was, that was brilliant. Anything, yeah, yeah, that was so good that I don't even care about that thing before. Like as pissed off as I was, it's like no. I got to see John Carpenter once. We got to see John Carpenter once, and it was fucking magic. That's it. It, it, it was. It was really, really good. I really. I do have non-buyer's remorse though. Do you? Yeah. Do you wish you bought a t-shirt? I do wish I bought that t-shirt. I will be buying Mark Christine's t-shirt. No, without, without a doubt. I'm gonna hit up the John Carpenter website now. Yeah, you need to have a look. I think it's like the, the Victoria Warehouse. I mean, it so put me off that last time because like, I was talking to you earlier on about churches, the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're doing this, they're doing a tour in February, and they're not playing anywhere near Cardiff, like nowhere near. And where are they playing in Manchester? The fucking warehouse. And it's just like, nah, nah, can't do it. Okay. I would never go and watch anybody there ever. Well, I, I, I would never I would, go and watch anybody there. There's certain venues that, that I will not see people. Um, I'm looking to Manchester, I've been to see a lot of two venues I won't go to in Manchester. The Toy Warehouse there and the Academy too. Every time I've been the Yeah, they can sound a terrible on time being. Yeah, it's a bit of a bin Academy too. Oh yeah, I've seen it. literally, um, I remember going to see Gas at Anthony Academy 2 and being stood next to the guy in the sound booth and being able to have a conversation with him at low than the volume I'm speaking now and saying to him, what's going on with the sound booth? And going, it, the acoustics nearly just shite and he going, we, we shouldn't be able to talk like this yeah. here. And he's like, no, we should be very well aware of how bad it is. And he couldn't hear. And he's like, I said, say to you about halfway through, what can we just go because... What's that? That's a poster. That's a poster. There's a poster of the, the, the Becky showed me there's a poster of the t-shirt. She wants a t-shirt. Yeah. It won't go in our so it, room. What is it? A poster? Uh, it's just a picture of a t-shirt with the image on. Oh no, it is actually. Yeah, that makes way more sense. It that makes way more sense. It's fucking real. It will not go in our room. Magic room. It will not go in our room. It will go somewhere. It will go somewhere. It won't go in our room. Why not? It will not go in our room. Yes. That's on the John Garvin event. Yep. Right, so the Christine t-shirt's available for Noel. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Do you read Sutter Kane? Fucking hell. No, it looks too much like a t-shirt you buy from Burton's in 2008. There she is. The yeah. t-shirt's available on the website, guys. It's alright. Like $27 on the website. Oh, they should be back. You care, though? Stop, stop destroying your live stream. I don't have a problem with my They've got an escape from New York novelty iPad. That's fucking bad. Wow. That's, <laughs> I mean, it's oh, why is it an escape from New York? Oh, no. What's the difference? Why is it... iPad oh, just says escape from New York. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah, what was the deal with the day you live sunglasses? Do they just say day you live on the front of them? No, they just live sunglasses. They just like they all put the, the, the sunglasses on for day you live. Yeah. That felt very... That was a good little bit of theatricality. It, yeah, it, it felt knowing what is it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, very good. They live weeks later, it's quite cool, actually. Yeah, that was a lot of fun, man. I really was fine, man. Very nice, very nice uh, way to round up our weekend as well. Indeed. It's yeah. not over yet, no. I know, man. Still, I'm still drinking. I'm good. Still drinking. Right. In fairness, Becky, <laughs> who tapped out last night? Yeah. So. Yeah. First night, Becky. Oh, oh yeah. First but I'm, I'm no. No. First night, Jordan. It's like first night hits it hard, and then second night you go to bed really early, yeah. sleeps all day. I'm, I'm here. Oh, oh, we went first to John where he literally disappeared. So it was like a reverse night back here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just too much excitement for me yesterday, that's what it was. Off the back of a really heavy fucking week. <laughs> right, I'm going to end it there.